Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finally, man. Welcome. Finally, finally. Thank you. Thank you for being awesome. <laughs> this is so this is cool, man. This is cool, man. I got I gotta big you up. <laughs> you know what you're doing, man. And, uh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> make sure your friends not dead. Yo, <laughs> I'm dead? like, listen, no, I'm like, oh, I don't know. Nope, I was like, sent, y'all, I was sending him like mad remedies, <laughs> yeah, Panic, all the teas, <laughs> you name it. Like, listen, uh, yeah, you were, yeah, 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 that's right. I use, I use, yeah, that's right. I use, I use the apple. <laughs> uh, cold with the with the red onion. Yes. You know what I mean? I, yeah, 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 yeah. So why don't you tell the people your, your... like who you are? Oh man. Well, you know, you Johanny, <laughs> uh, my government name, <laughs> Johanny Paulino. <laughs> Some people back in the hood in New York they call me the people the friends that I grew up with uh, that I consider really close friends. Uh they call me Chico. Even the even the kids that I don't consider close, but they just know me from <laughs> somebody, some OG that I grew up with that's still doing their thing. Uh, you know, they call me Chico, and then you know Jay or Dominican Jay. I, I for some reason or JP. So my mom, from my understanding, because you know, you know, my mom grew up during the. Uh, through Hijo era, mm-hmm. so you know she's secretive, right, even, right. With, even with the family. <laughs> like yo, B, yo, like yo, chill, right? Chill. We ain't gonna, <laughs> can I? So you know, Mom Dukes would be like, yo, she would, she, uh, she was just you know, a little secretive because of the way she grew gotcha, up. I, you gotcha. know, later, later in life, you understand. But of course, you know, from uh, my understanding is Santo Domingo, and then. um my biological father, you know, rest his soul, he died when I was really young. Oh, um, sorry. He was, but from my understanding, he was from La Romana. Okay. So. And then where did you grow up? Ah, well, you, well, you know, you know, you can hear it in my voice a little you bit. Know. You know what I'm saying? When I'm, when I'm super relaxed, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got that, it's that New York vibe. Hey. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got that. You got that New York, not only New York though, because New York is pretty big. New York State, that New York City, Watch hey. Heights, you know what I mean? But to be more specific, <laughs> I got to give a quick shout out to my people from Elwood, hey. 196, the whole Washington Heights, the whole Dykeman. Hey. Um, you know, I was born and I, not, I, I bled, I bled in those streets, man, so... <laughs> You know, yeah. I, I got I got so much love and so much respect for everybody that I came up with out there um, who has helped mold me and shape me. I also got to say, man, uh, part of the roots is, and this is for my Dominican cat hey. specifically, man, is, you know, I'm also I'm black. Mm-hmm. I was just talking about that in the episode with, with Francis. Um, my boy who's a percussionist um, go check him out y'all if you haven't please check out that episode but he was talking about it he was like he's like a lot of people don't acknowledge our blackness and like we play exactly what we play eso merenguito like and all of these things involve a lot of African roots and if you don't know well you should <laughs> because 
it's, it's within man. us and and whether you want to claim afro latinidad if you want to claim afro descendant it's in us so it, it, very much so I'm, but i know the school system that i was um that i came up with the public oh, school yeah. system that i came up with was really um the teachers were pretty much overwhelmed you know, you know when you're having 30 40 students of course in a class my mom's a teacher they, still they, in the bronx and there you go so you know what's up so and they come from a multitude of you know different cultures and all this stuff mm-hmm. like it's going to be really hard you know after a certain point to stay in it for the love of you know shaping this young soul how long have you been in LA man i've been i, I can't front man I've, i've been out here <laughs> yeah. close you know <laughs> close to a dime you know almost 10 no years. way uh i've been yeah almost, almost a decade man let's segue yeah. into into your transplant story and how that started for you like wait, when wait, did you first wait, land wait. or decide to be in la you know i've been out here almost 10 years and it's still it's i'm still learning a lot about myself it's still rough it's still tough you know what i mean like when i came out here um it it was crazy because i never thought about moving to la that was not that was never that i'm a east coast I'm a New York Nick, New York Ranger, New York Islander, New Jersey Devil, <laughs> New York Giants, New York Jets. Like I bleed blue. New York, New York Yankees, not New York man. But New York Yankees <laughs> fan, I bleed. I I bleed blue. blue, and blue. <laughs> so um I'm straight up, you know, an East Coast cat that I I, ne- I had never thought, you know, um that w- that I would be Never in my lifetime I thought about living in LA. Interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Growing up where I grew up at in in Elwood in 196 in that part of Washington Heights, um, especially in the early 90s, uh, it, it was just it was really hard to think for me and for a lot of us that I grew up with um, that we were going to live past 20 25 because we had friends dying left and right it felt you mm-hmm. you're growing up in New York City but you feel like you're in some sort of war zone yeah at least this is me you know what i mean this is my experience yeah my childhood experience like i just felt like it was some sort of war zone but within that war zone within all that violence there was definitely some family it, it definitely felt like we was united yeah like yeah the blocks that we grew up in the dykeman and sickles and arden you know and there, there, there was definitely some unity there even though there was mm-hmm. massive amounts of chaos going on right right you know um, so the way it flipped for me coming to la was was not like oh i'm just gonna you know it wasn't like oh you know i woke up one day and was like Yeah, I'm just going to move to LA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, because I'm an you know, I'm an actor. I'm just going to move to LA. Right, right. First of all, no one in my family um is an artist. I think everybody's a creative, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, in, in God's eyes and in my eyes, you know, I think everybody's a definitely, 
you know, their creative souls and creative beings. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one in my family was a was some sort of actor or anything like that. Now, part of my childhood, I, I used to love to dance. You know, I, I you know I remember in grade school even doing some you know even performing doing a play which I had not thought about mm-hmm. until today where I was um I was actually looking at an interview with uh, Bradley Cooper and uh actor inside the actor studio and he had said something and it just reminded me and I was like oh man I'm like oh wow that that happened something similar happened to me too like mm-hmm. you know I you know in grade school I was in a show and this that and, and Tribe Called Quest I used to love Tribe Called oh, Quest yes as well but you know part of there's this prelude to me coming over here it's sort of like when I was in high school there was this this teacher her name was um, her last name was Miss Carter mm-hmm. and she was a biology teacher right and um, she affected me greatly um, mm. in the path and in the journey that I'm in now and one of her homeworks was like it was she was talking about that uh, we had to explain like atoms protons neurons x chromosome mm-hmm. y chromosome stuff like that and i remember i had just seen love jones um with oh, neil wow. long <laughs> and um yeah lawrence tate and that's one of that's first of all that's one of those movies that had truly inspired me just to go in the creative direction as well and um mm-hmm. but more so it, it made me want to for whatever reason I was already I would I wrote a poem I wrote the homework in a in, po- in a poetic in poetic form now there's mm. a scene in the movie of Love Jones where Lawrence Tate he's he's saying you know he Hey, hey, baby, can I be your slave or something, something like that? But I, what I did, I was like, hey, hey, why can I be your ex? Something like that, you know. I gotta admit, <laughs> I gotta admit, girl, you are the girl, and I'm digging you right, like a right. slave. So I went in on that, and what had happened was that there was these, there was, these, it always comes down to this. At least for, for, for I, you know, I can't speak for the world, but I can speak for my, for my little world. Um, there was these two girls that I had been crushing on for a minute um, mm-hmm. that Miss Carter let me go around it well Miss Carter did she gave everybody's homework out and what mm-hmm. and, and the last piece of paper she called me up she said Mr. Paulino and I said oh man I'm in trouble now because nice I was sort of like a class clown <laughs> I was like alright what's up and she goes, do you want an A plus? And I was like, of course. She's like, you got to read it out to the class. And that's when I read it out. Um, and then the two girls that had never paid attention to me, that had never, nothing, all of a sudden, that, but I was crushing on them. All of a sudden, they <laughs> were, they were, their ears perked up and they were like, wait a minute. Right. Who's this guy right here? You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. And for, for whatever reason, it wasn't a girl, but it was just Miss Carter getting me to get up in front of a class mm-hmm. and, um, you know, perform that. You know what I mean? She said, I want you to read it the way you wrote it, you know, and that gate, you know, and I didn't, I didn't hesitate. I didn't fight with her. I, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. 
you know, and I and I didn't think about you know the you know the girls that were there. I just I just said, all right, cool. I, want, I just want that eight plus. Um, right. But sure enough, you know, it it affected for whatever reason, it affected me greatly. Um, at the same time, during you know school, like we was doing, I had a little. We had a little uh, a little group called PFL, Plagiarists for Life. And, you know, we because we were greatly affected by Tego and Daddy Yankee in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. This is Plagiarists for this is when they had the CD Plagiarists 39, <laughs> Plagiarists 21, Plagiarists 40. You know, from, 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 you know, this is when this is before reggaeton. What reggaeton is that now in the 2020s or the 2015s? Like. Back in the I'm late nineties, yo, yo, it was honestly, you know it was underground. All of it, nothing could top it. Nothing could freaking top it. Right, right. It was all, <sighs> other, and you know, you in the you in somebody's crib, and they throw in a house party, and it's yo, it's yo, a wrap. <laughs> in the winter time, everybody's swaying because <laughs> everybody's all over each other. The walls are all yeah, it's all messed up. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. man. It, oh man. So. Your teacher gave you the A plus. I'm oh, assuming. Facts. facts, she did, she did, she did. Okay. And then what? And what she? And one of the things that she did was, um, she, you know, she had said something along the lines of like, "Yo, you have a talent. Um, you should, uh, you should really focus and hone in on that talent." But <clears throat> at the time, it went over my head because I was just so caught mm-hmm. up. Look, man, you and you, you know, I'm in school, but I'm I'm still so caught up in the hood and in the street mm-hmm. and in the street um, because you know mom has to go she has to go get her money to make that mm-hmm. rent to keep a roof over her head you know what I mean step pops he you know he came in and I had you know, at the time that my little brother uh, John you know he was in the picture and you know it was just you know what I mean? So it was just being around. And the only people that can really raise you when the pops is working and mom is working is, you know, really the street. So at least for me. Right. That, that was that was that was my experience. Um but at some point, um I think it was it was just right it was after high school. Mm-hmm. I'll fast forward a little bit. I went to the junior college. Uh, shout out to DMCC, man. Um, so many memories there. I was just, the last time I was in New York, which was pretty recent. Um, I was mm-hmm. out there. Um, always, always, always. They, I mean, DMCC touched me in so many ways. Uh, Born Manhattan Community College. Um, when I wanted to, when I went to that junior college, uh, what I majored in, I think it was the arts major. Like I, you know, I, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, mm-hmm. at first, at first, it was um, what's that thing when you don't know what to major about? Liberal arts. Yeah, that liberal was, arts. Liberal yeah. arts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I went, in, and then I switched it up to like theater or whatever because mm. I was just because every because Miss Carter's voice was in the back of my head, and I'm and and I was like, all right, cool. Let me just now. At this point, nobody in in the hood knew that I was interested in these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of a sudden, I'm majoring in theater, and I'm taking all these theater classes. You know, theater and film and te- you know all these all these classes. Dope. And there's there was a day mm-hmm. that we were rehearsing for a show. 
I, I can't remember the name of the show. Um, and this old little Jewish guy, like, walks in, and he comes uh-huh. into the rehearsals, and he's like, and he's looking around, or he's doing whatever he's doing, and he's pitching a, a little bit about his theater company out in 42nd mm. out, out in 42nd Street. You know what I mean? Now, I didn't know where all the Broadway, I, I was never into that like that. I was into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I was into, I wrote a, I wrote a rap first years ago. I can't remember it now. It was called Pride and Proud. And it's about, mm. and it's about, grow, you know, like growing up in the hood and it's all about your, 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 the props that you get, you know, the, your reputation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Your reputation and and you being prideful because of that reputation. Um, no matter what, right. no matter what. Win, lose, or draw. As long as your reputation was on point, that's all that matters. Um, but he came in, he had some sort of pitch about his company. And I just, and we were rehearsing for something. And I was just, I was just intrigued by this dude. And me and him had a, like I pe- I peeled them off to the side during rehearsal, and um, we had a chit chat, and he gave me his card or whatever. And at first, I was like, like I was interested, but at the same time, I was mm-hmm. like being suspect about him. I was like, Yo, what's up? With this of course, guy? who's he trying? Who's yeah, he yeah. He's trying to help me out for free. <laughs> you can't do that. Are you trying to help me out for free? Nah. Nah, it's, it's a, always it's a, sus. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a <laughs> it's always these suspects <laughs> suspect right now. Um, tell me, tell me, he surprised you? Of course, he did, man, big time. He, um, you know, he. I call it that chapter of my life. I call, I call that chapter of my life. It, it was, a, it's a new world. I call that chapter mm. because, you know, I. Because I'm, first of all, I'm a very curious being. Like, I even, no matter what, even growing up where I grew up at and in the dangers that I grew up at, I was always a curious being. I even, well, I was with my friends, but I would peel off and I would go and be like, oh, you guys going to Dykeman? All right, cool, I'm going to meet you there. And instead of going through Nago to get to Dykeman, I'm going to I'm gonna go and cut through Sickles, through Arden, through Thay. I'm going to go to Post, mm-hmm. the, the block that we got beef on just to see what's up with these cats is doing and then I'm gonna circle back into, into and then they're gonna be like oh yo where you was at I'm like ah oh, I was just chilling so I've always been curious um mm-hmm. and I think I get that curiosity you know partly from my mom you know her coming from because I'm in the, in the late 80s coming from New York to New York and um you know and her going through what she went through and she's always right. some sort of instilled and always said to me like to be like to just be curious, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Which was really interesting, which had affected my life until this day. It still plays a, a prominent role in my life. So mm-hmm. I was just really curious about this guy and and about you know again I didn't know about theater like that or anything like that. Even though I had switched out to theater and the main like I, you know it was a thing. So I go to I go to his theater, the Castillo Theater on Forty Second. Um, also, mm-hmm. he has another program called the All Stars Project, and what they do is, and they're still relevant to this day. The theater still there to this day, and theater plug facts. 
and you know they they they'll bring in people urban from the urban community, aka the hood, mm-hmm. um, and just try to open you up to a, a different world. You know what right, I mean? From right. what from what you're normally used to. And mm-hmm. when I stepped into that world, again, this is it. It was a new world to me. I was blown away because mm. the openness, the vulnerability that people show, the trust that people show mm. on day one, not on day twenty, day thirty, day you know six months later, the right. trust and vulnerability that people showed on day one made me put a lot of things into perspective for me you know it, it humbled me mm-hmm. and also made me mm-hmm. go wow you know at some point I was like like these people just like what yeah that yeah. that that we was in and then from and then from there it was you know he had introduced me to just a just a, a just a ton of people within the theater world within that world that had mm. opened that had that had opened up my world um, in such a beautiful, in such a massive way. It was a dichotomy mm. because it was in one this one world where I'm, you know, do, learning theater and learning theater ethics and learning what this acting world is 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 about, and then there's this yeah. other world where I'm in where I'm in the street. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yo, we got beef. This dude, this dude said some shit from this block. We gotta go, we gotta go to their block. Mm-hmm. And go because this is the block that I grew up in was known for not for stepping into it's, it's like, oh, we got beef in the Bronx. We're gonna go to the Bronx. We're not gonna let the Bronx come to us. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna go to the Bronx and take it to the Bronx. I'm so, good, so good. what actually led you to LA? Um, what led me to LA? So I was in um throughout all these points, I was not um I was definitely not LA bound. Um, mm. So through Dan Friedman, um, uh, he had introduced me to um another, you know, I. To another theater company, mm-hmm. short and sweet, the Living Theater. Unfortunately, uh, Judith Molina, the head of that theater, is not around. But I gotta plug Judith real quick. She, she's, yes. passed, she's passed away. You know, she was she mm. big time mentor to me. Uh, Dan had plugged me into her her company, mm-hmm. uh, Living Theater Company, which was on on East House and in Clinton and in New York City, and. Um, you know, she would just have these amazing conversations. First of all, she would just have these amazing conversations, which were always revelatory to a brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but there was a show that had that she wanted to revive. It was called The Brig. It came out in the 60s, I believe, um, or the 70s. I'm not too sure. Um, and she wanted to revive it. So I was part of that show. We were able to, fortunate enough to travel a lot of parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, 
there was a point that you know because of all that traveling and just plugging into people and things like that I ended up yeah you know I also ended up in Australia and which you love by the way I love you always mention it like, it's, like my, <laughs> it's like my third home man I love Australia <laughs> shout out to the shout out to you all my Aussie mates I got I got a, <laughs> I got a dope little tribe out there man so every time I go out there I'm, you know I'd love the, to be introduced tribe, to your tribe facts, in Australia facts, <laughs> facts 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 that's easy easy once everything settles down we good to right go. <laughs> <laughs> um so I came back to I came back to NY. Mm-hmm. I was like I was like if I'm gonna go back, I better do this, this, uh, that, and third. Let me. I don't want to waste my time because I'm really now like in this world, and I really want to make the most out of it. And of course, I went back. Um, instead of what I did when I went back, I went and 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 moved into the Living Theater. It's mm. called the Living Theater, but I I started I so I was living in the theater. We were doing shows, doing plays. I was li- living there. I had a little, I had a little, um, had a, had, I was with somebody at the time. You know, I, at some point, I, I don't know, I, at some point, because I, I, can't, I can't really, like, truly remember, but at some point, there was a, I was with some, I was with, uh, I had this, nine, I was with this management company. Well, one manager, Barbara, who I'm still mm-hmm. super connected to this day. You know, and I was telling her, I was like, and I was doing my thing in New York, you know what I mean? Like I was, I was at mm-hmm. that point. I think I was on. I, I had, I was, I was on the secret. I don't know who the author of the secret, the book, the secret, and the power of now by Edgar Tony. Um, wow. Like I was, like I was, like I'm not. I'm, I'm in that spiritual zone. I'm thinking about, and for for whatever reason, I was like the the New York winter hit, and I was like. I was being a little a little punk and I was like, yo, I can't I can't <laughs> after being exposed <laughs> after being exposed to, you know, uh that, that all the that, greatness that, that other seasons have to facts. <laughs> I was like I was just like, yo, I think I'm gonna um I was like, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna move where it's hot in the, where somewhere is warm in the winter so I, some, at first mm-hmm. I was like oh I, someone suggested Florida and um, I had been to LA before uh, to take some headshots uh, with someone Yeah. And, and I was just there for, I remember years ago like before I even thought about going to LA and mm-hmm. I remember I remember you know I was there for like a weekend I was like oh this is dope I went to the observatory the Griffith observatory um went on run, to running canyon and i was like oh this is pretty cool like this is a this is a nice little vibe and i'm like it's a slow mm-hmm. pace and slower pace than new york but it kind of reminds me of parts of australia you know what i mean like this mm-hmm. is dope. so um at some point i was just like no nah, not florida because the humidity of florida and the mosquitoes are crazy so they'd be, <laughs> they, they be loving me they'd be loving me out there <laughs> the mosquito so I was like <laughs> so I was like yo I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna head out to Cali and mm-hmm. I'm like why I'm like you trying to do film and at that point in my life I was such a thespian <laughs> such yeah. a you know I'm you know such an you oh yeah that I was just like I was like, nah, I'm not going out there to film. Like, I'm gonna go out there. To, I'm gonna still do my thing with the theater. I'm gonna do the bicultural thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's, that's part of the goal right there. Just go mm-hmm. between between LA and New York. Um, 
So I was like, but the weather is the weather that's really uh, that 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 I'm really into out there. And sure enough, um, one of the homies from the from the Lemon Theater, he was like, "Are you moving to LA?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go with you." Um, and on top of that, I have a connect out there to get a place in Beverly Hills. I was like, wow. oh, I was like Beverly Hills. I was like, yo, I don't got that type of money, homie. I'm broke. And he was, he was like, no, no, no. He was like, my homegirl's parents owns a building in Beverly Hills. You don't understand. Wow. And I, exactly. That was my reaction. I was like, wow. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So this is this is this is what it is. So. I was like, all right, cool. So you you take the reins and you plan it out and all. Because I, as I, as before that, I was planning everything out. But once he told me that, I was like, you take the reins. All right, cool. You got to connect out there. Cool, cool. You know, and right. why? And while I was figuring things out to move out there, I was hitting up my connect from New York to see if they have any film and and uh, to see if they have any film. Of course, you know, I'm like, might yeah. as well. See if they have any, you know, film and TV. But of course, the connects that I know, they had a lot. They had theater connects. They didn't have film and TV connects like that. Mm. Prominent, prominent film and TV connects. So, um, so I'm excited. I only have, but at the same time, I only got like three G's in my pocket. I'm fast forwarding right now. Um, yeah, yeah. And the homie, and the homie's like, and the homie's like, yo, you know. We're gonna be out there, blah blah blah, Beverly Hills. Next thing you know, come to find out, they do the the plug that he had that he had. Um, they do own a building, but it's not in Beverly Hills. It's in the hood <laughs> in Korea. <laughs> and wow, and because he sold me on a two bedroom apartment in Beverly Hills that we were supposed to be spending like. Eight hundred dollars in total. That's four hundred apiece. And to right. live in to live in nine zero two one zero zip code. That's <laughs> crazy. Which, in a way, thank God that didn't happen because even thank shopping God. and not, even even shopping grocery shopping in, in that zip code is expensive. Even to this day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So so I, I'm glad that did not happen because then I would have to play keep up with the Joneses, <laughs> which I eventually did. Even when I was living. We moved to the hood in, in in Koreatown with a little Korean. Ma- I didn't even know about Korean mafia until we were living in the hood in Koreatown, which is which was a <laughs> which a is thing. a it's which a is thing. a thing. I didn't know it was a thing, but it's a thing. <laughs> I guess shout out to the Korean mafia. I don't know. Actually, right, exactly. So very, it was a very small studio. Me and him were living on top of each other, um, and on top of that, we didn't get any discount from the own the people that are his hookup. Like they owned the building, we thought mm-hmm. we were gonna get some sort of rent discount, but it was there wasn't no rent discount. So wow, now I'm paying and control, pretty mm. much give, giving him the control. Like oh, you got the so hookup? for the audience, listen to this recommendation right here. Make your own plans, okay? Make your own plans. Make your, <laughs> it, it's okay to, you know, have somebody there and make plans together, but also, you know, there's nothing wrong with um, 
making your own plans. You know what I mean? Like yes. just in case things go sideways or just in case things don't plan don't pan out the way um, you thought they were gonna pan out, which they never do. You know. You know. Unfortunately, you know, me and this gentleman, which we actually still talk to this day. Um, and we had a discussion about all that stuff. So we, we were about to move to this new spot. And what happens is that, again, I'm letting that leave. I had been looking for work. Prior to me getting there, I'm thinking, yo, I was gassed up because we had been on a, you know, on, on a couple of tours. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm, you know, I come from the theater world. I'm going to go to LA. I'm going to crush it within six months or a mm-hmm. year. You know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be like I'll be having an agent, a manager. I'll be booking, you know, booking this, that, and the third, which it didn't turn out to be that way. To, you know, be thrown in that position, I'm like, damn. Now, I got, now, like, where am I gonna go? I'm gonna go back to New York, and I was like, nah, I ain't trying to go back to New York. Like, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. If I gotta be home, right? I, yeah, what, literally, I said, yo, if I gotta go be homeless in Venice because I already knew about the. Unfortunately, there's a lot of homeless people that, not just yeah. not just in Skid Row, but in Venice Beach. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, unfortunate is that. So I was like, yeah, if I gotta go live in Venice by the beach, I was like, fuck it, I can speak the language um, because I was, mm-hmm. you know, I had I had gone through my little trial of being homeless in even in Australia. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, so I was like. I was like, if I got to do that in, in L.A., that's what I'm going to do in order to uh, fulfill, fulfill my dreams. Keep chasing that rat, that wild rabbit. So mm-hmm. I was like, I right, cool. But I had a friend of mine, uh, Billy, man. And Billy, you know, he, him and his wife, his now wife, um, by the, back then they were just engaged, Luca. I had known Billy through the Living Theater. We had done some tours together, theater tours. Mm-hmm. And I had the day that I found out about, you know, I can't move with Cisco. I was, you know, I was like, I told Billy, I said, yo, I'm in this situation. I got no money. I don't got a job. Um, I don't got friends. Like, I'm literally, mm-hmm. I'm literally homeless today. Like, I'm homeless right now. So Billy, without asking me anything else, he only asked me one question. And he was like, where you at? I gave him the address. He didn't say nothing. He just came and scooped me up. First thing we did, right, it was like he took me to the beach. And he was like, yo, you need to decompress. You need to de-stress. And we just sort of having like, just having like a moment. And from there, he let, he let me into his spot him and Luca, you know, they, they practically saved me from being, mm. you know, a full-on, full-time, you know, full-on homeless, man. Like, you know, to have that kind of friendship and someone like that to pull through for you, man. Like, I will, yeah. for, I will forever, yeah. forever, forever be grateful. Now, they took me in and I was staying in their couch. Mm-hmm. We just want you to get on mm-hmm. your feet and then get your own place and you go. And then from and then because of that, you know, like Benny, he he put me on to um, with some work. And then from there, I had I think I accumulated. You know, I, you got to be some sort of record, man. It was like t- I had ten different catering jobs. Wow, ten, yo, sis, 
10 different catering jobs. That is at, wild. At the same time. <laughs> nadike, nadike, at the same time. Your process at this point, like now that you experienced that and that and Billy was actually like the catalyst to you being able to get back on your feet to where you are now. How does that feel? Wow. Well, thinking about it from then to now, um, in terms of feeling, man, I just feel blessed. You know what I'm saying? Like I went from, again, from, man, from the hood, the hood to Hollywood, to bouncing around, couches, Mm -hmm. to, you know, different sorts of relationships, intimate relationships, to, you know, having my own place and um, being able to sustain um, and building a, my own tribe. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. which is which I'm grateful for for the tribe that I that I have been able to um, build and sustain. You know, the people that have been in my life, uh, such as yourself, such as Dominican from Cali. I know Dominicans in Cali put us facts, put us in facts, the same facts, room facts. and our energies facts, matched facts. and it was facts, a wrap like <laughs> very, very very true so I'm always going to be grateful to uh, Dominican in Cali for that um, so I feel I feel blessed you know I'm, what came to fruition one of the things where I was like nah I'm going to be by coastal when in the beginning yeah yeah it turned out it turned out to be i i said it and it came out to be true because not not at this moment Mm -hmm. but um i do jump around go from la to new york you know what i mean to chicago to florida often to austin you know Mm -hmm. in terms of work so i feel very fortunate very blessed um as well as I feel like this is still a, a very I'm still just touching the tip of the iceberg. Ten, mm-hmm. ten years later, mm-hmm. I, I still feel like I still Oof. feel like ooh, I was so focused on this and this and that and just trying to stay afloat. Now that I got a foundation, especially a spiritual, a, a beautiful spiritual foundation, um, mm-hmm. strong. Um, I feel I'm gonna make my mistakes and I'm gonna have my days. Where I'm like ah. And I'm gonna, you know, where I'm gonna mm-hmm. have my days. I'm gonna have days. I'm like, ooh, almighty and powerful. And then there's gonna be days I'm like, you know, I want to shut down. Um, yeah, fight, you know that that yeah. fighter in me um, feels grateful from the place that I grew up on, and I want to uh, to just be here in Canada. I feel really, I feel really blessed, man, and I'm really grateful for. Um, where I'm at today and the journey that I continue to go on. I can't wait to see and, and feel what it's going to be like, you know, in a, in a few years from now. You know what I mean? As long as I keep putting in that work, keep putting in that work. Yeah. Keep plugging away, keep putting in that work, keep putting in that work. And well, on that note, on that note, I'm going to go hey. ahead and do a little clink, clink, cheers. cheers to you cheers to your story um so so blessed and grateful to have you on refresco hour and i love that you were able to provide the ins and outs 
the prelude, you know, the the defining moment for you to be able to get back up on your feet through the support of other people and just connecting with your inner self and believing in your curiosity. So thank you. Thank, thank you, you so you. much. Uh, again, you know, I'm always going to go back. I got to go back to tribe because I think when you come to LA, you have to, through trial and error, you have to build your tribe. You, you know. Yes. If you're, if you're, if you're trying to, mm-hmm. it's good to, mm-hmm. it's good to appreciate your solitude and be in solitude from time to time, just like Jesus. When he was like, yo, disciples, I got to go to the mountains. I got to go be by myself for a minute. He would go out there by himself. And they'd be like, oh, we're going to follow you. And he would be like, mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, my own words. I, he would be like, nope, you're not going to be able to catch me out there. You are, y'all. I'm going to be out there by myself. And then he will come back fresh. <laughs> but he will always come back to his tribe. The, those the 12. He will always come back. We always mm-hmm. got, we got to build our mm-hmm. tribe. And again, it's fine to be as hard, but you always got to come back. And where's where's your shameless plug? Where can people find you on social media? And do you have any projects that you want to share that are maybe upcoming for you? Oh, man. Um, Obviously, you can find me on, uh, on, uh, (laughs) you know, know, IG, on Johanny Paulino. You know, I'm, you know, I'm learning... I'm, I'm gonna open up a, my own little I can tell I can say that now. I, you know own little, own little production company yeah, as well yeah. um okay you know, keep plugging away man doing you know 2020 2021 you gotta if you're a creative soul you know one of the things the best you can do is just uh, for yourself is not to sit still Mm-hmm. It's like what you're doing, you know. You're doing this, pod, you know. You're doing this podcast. You're doing your music. You know. You came out. You came out with some dope shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Last month. Um, Thank plug you. It, plug, it, plug into <laughs> that as well. Um, I, you know, if you're able to succeed, I, I, that's that's a beautiful thing, man. We gotta uplift each other, into, especially in today's times, man. And of course. We gotta be grateful for each other. We gotta be grateful for each other. Uh, the, <laughs> I just gotta give a shameless plug to the Dominicans in Cali. Hey. hey, they have they have changed. <laughs> my, uh, they have given me not changed, but I think given me so much life. While wow, you know, you, you come to California, especially Los Angeles, mm. there's not too not too many Dominicans, and to find a community, a community mm-hmm. of people that are that are going through things that you're going through that we could relate to, you know what I mean? Like that's right. powerful. It's just powerful. Uh, you know, going back to creating your tribe. Absolutely. Well, I extended that hand to you because I knew that your story was worth oh, telling. Thank so thank you for joining Fresco Hour. And thank you for providing such a refresquito <laughs> hour. <laughs> I, I'm still working on the sponsor. That is TBD, okay? Because I need country club partnership. Look, that's going to... That's one thing I've learned in the industry is that, um, you know, when when I stop chasing something and I'm working at what I'm working at, and things just come, you know, it, it just comes. As long as I'm mm-hmm. putting in the work mm-hmm. to 
to my stuff, things will come. As long as right. I, I got that work ethic and I'm putting in that work, you know what I mean? Like, um, things, things, th- th- things will just come. Absolutely. So for you and the sponsorship, all that is gonna, all that is gonna come to fruition. I don't even think so. This is something that I know. Um, Thank you. You know, you could call me the real Miss Cleo. Oh, the real one, the one, the Mercado prediction. So, so right now, I'm just going to hit you with a quick poem. This Poetic uh, opinion. 100%, 100%, 100% actor. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep it there. But, you know, I, I, this, that's, this is, you know, what, who am I and what I do? I'm human. And, you know, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm an actor through, through and through. I like to, there's certain things that I like to do on the side, like write poetry. I'm learning to produce. But I got to hit you with a poem real quick. It's called I Smile. Let's do it. And I think this is just really, this is just really good for the times that uh, maybe we're in, um, I don't know, you know. So anyway, go, here it goes. I smile because the pain is unbearable. I smile because my world is heavy. I smile though I don't want this burden i smile through all the rejections i smile through the tears of blood i smile when hope is dim i smile when i have covid i smile when i can't (laughs) connect i smile when i cannot get through my brother because of his mental illness i smile because when i cannot get through my sister i smile through my suffering i smile because i rose up out the mud I smile when I am neck deep in the mud. I smile because of my sins, because of my soul demanding. I smile with each problem I face. I smile when I see the devil's face. I smile when I see my own face. I smile because God blessed me with grace. I smile for the peace I seek within constantly. I smile for peace. I smile for you. I smile, I smile, I smile. It has been such a pleasure, JP. Como siempre, en familia. Like, I appreciate you sharing your story. We're going to sign out, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to Refresco Hour with your girl, V. Annie, and my boy, JP. We'll see you later. Bye. Holla.